Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Far Out Wisdom Podcast. So this episode, I talk about, well, my opinion about the um, the storming of the Capitol that happened on January 6th. So before I let you guys go, I want to talk about our sponsor for the Far Out Wisdom Podcast, uh, Rebecca Iogen, an astrologer for 25 plus years, specialized in relationships. From every decision to critical life-altering moments, Rebecca shares with you her practical wisdom and guidance for your life's journey and becoming who you are meant to be. Using Jungian psychology, Rebecca guides you to see the potential that hides in your hidden self, your shadow. Sign up for today for shadow work and 7th house webinar or have a private consultation to find out how the universe has always had your back. You just didn't know it. So her information is shadowdance.com and her name is Rebecca Eijen. So when you go to get the consultation from her, say that Boone, him from the Far Out Wisdom Podcast sent you. As always, guys, stay far out. Bye. You broke all that. We know that. I'm saying Hugh tells us stuff and all of its lies is what I'm saying. You keep, you keep interrupting me. Because you're lying. Because you're full of shit. That's why. Because every God thing, goddamn thing out of you people's mouths doesn't come true. And it's always, oh, there's energy. and Oh, now we're done with Trump. You said he was the Messiah. You said he was invincible. You said it was all over. They were all going to get Mo. Now, oh, he's part of a larger thing of Q. I will not suffer your Q people after this. I knew what you were day one. And I know what you are now, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all these witches and warlocks and pumpkin popsums and everything. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Bye-bye, Q. I can't talk to you anymore. Jesus, Lord, help me. Wisdom Podcast, and I hope that everybody's having a wonderful day, and remember to breathe and relax, and uh, I haven't been recording anything for the last couple, I think it was like a week and a half or something like that, I think the last episode I did was with Aya, very serious episode, so I took a little bit break, uh, and to enjoy my time with my hubby and our little baby and so a lot has been going on over there and trying to figure out how we're going to be living our life in another state so we're preparing for that so that's pretty much it and, and like I said I've been kind of just giving a break from social media and stuff like that and trying to like avoid being in those political discussions and conversations but this is probably going to be my last one that I'm just going to be talking about the culture war because to be honest with you, it's not really serving me any purpose or anything like that. But I wanted to kind of break my opinion down because 
I posted something on Facebook and I got backlash for it. And, and my last post pretty much got into like a little debate. And it really, really kind of opened my eyes about this whole social media thing and how it's really destroying our brains. So, but before I begin that conversation, I wanted to read an email um, from somebody that listened to this podcast and is in my podcast group uh, called Podcast Nation, where we really just post our podcast episode because nobody really listens to it. Maybe post it like an honor page and we don't get really like attention or anything like that because let's be honest, nobody gives a fuck about our podcast. But um, anyways, um, it's a dog training for humans. I be- believe that's the organization that he, I mean, the company that he runs. And he said, hello, Boone, a fellow podcaster here and a member of Podcast Nation. Well, in the making, as they say, I just want to let you know that I think what you're doing is wonderful. Thank you very much. And if my podcast ever takes off, I will make sure to thank you. One of my big goals for 2021 is to start my podcast called Dog Training for Humans. A title says it all. Very good name, by the way. I run a dog school and I have this philosophy that in order to get our dogs to behave, we, we humans first need to learn how to behave. As I can see on all the customers I handle, the dogs look at me and practically beg for my help to sort out their human companions. While we think it is the why why while we think it's the other way around, which I totally agree. Um, if you are a dog parent and then your dog starts to act up, um, it's really just they're learning the behavior from you. So a lot of people they get really upset with their dogs, but really it's pretty much just a kind of like a symptoms of the behavior of the dog owner. To continue, I have almost zero knowledge on how to do a podcast, and when we begin to put one together, we realize it's not as simple as it seems to just take a mic and speak out, which is really true. I really recommend that you learn how to talk over and over again and try not to like perfect it. Like me at the moment, I just woke up not too long ago. Uh, it is in the afternoon here in Fresno, California, and decided to just like, pick up my mic and just have a conversation. And the, the key to pretty much just talking is just like, pretending that somebody is there and, and and like I said I have been doing this for quite some time just talking to myself so if you can if you can argue with yourself in the shower then you can pretty much talk to yourself in during a podcast episode it seems as a as huge as climbing Everest have you ever done a podcast on the far out wisdom on how to start a podcast or more importantly on how you started so a lot of people don't really uh they don't really know that um the far out wisdom podcast started as a blog and when I started the blog it pretty much just failed and nobody really listened to, I mean, nobody read my, my blog post or anything like that. And let alone, I, I, don't, I don't really know how to write that well. Um, my grammar really fucking blows. So it's something that, um, that, that began two years ago, maybe further than that, like three years ago. And I always wanted to like talk about my ideas, but I didn't really know how. Um, I didn't really think about podcasts. I came across many podcasters before, but like I said, it's, it's, it started as a blog didn't really get any traction or anything like that so I decided to just make it a podcast form because I'm it's much better if I just have a conversation with myself or with the audience that I'm talking to so that's pretty much how it started and whatever you do there's always a audience for you no matter if 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 it's 10 people there's always going to be loyal fan base and if you can get like 2000 loyalists and then you, you know, have them donate like a dollar a month. You can actually make good money out of this as well. So it depends on you and how you do it and pretty much how you operate. And like I said, it's just 
the content it's more that's really more important it's pretty much with the conversation that you have that's going to be what they're going to be focused on i mean i donate to podcasts that are like terrible sound qualities they're recording on their phone but the 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 topic at hand that they're talking about it's really fascinating and that's what really <clears throat> gets the 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 fans going that's gonna that you're gonna be establishing like a loyal fan base basically and that's how you know how it all started i mean i really <clears throat> when i first started when i first started like like i said the blog form nobody was reading it nobody wants to like read an article that's like 20 or 30 minutes long because the fact that our attention span is so fucked from social media and tiktok and stuff like that to the point where you just there's nothing you can do about it so <clears throat> with the podcast episode for some odd reason people really like to hear than to read i guess it's just that's how it is, and and I'm I, and a lot of people recommend that I start the podcast with video, but you guys don't understand that I live in a one bedroom home, and so there is a bathroom in my bedroom where the little tiny studio is located, and so my child, my husband, he walk they walk in and use the restroom, so you'll see them in the backgrounds, which I really don't want that. So when I when like I said when I move, then you will kind of you'll see a lot of my face. Please, if you have some encouraging thoughts on this new year, do let me know. Whatever you do, do not give up continue what you're doing don't give a fuck what people are saying about your podcast and what you want it to be remember that you always have an audience and uh, you're gonna have ups and downs it's not gonna be really it's not gonna be easy um, you're gonna have to do a lot of majority of the post-production by yourself you have to do majority of the stuff by yourself like I'm still currently doing uh, stay cool and wish you a better year Bruno um, I think he continued at the bottom he's he talks about his dad uh, being uh, his I guess his iPad is stolen, so I'm sorry to hear about that. So that's a lot, majority of the stuff that you see in third world countries. So it's pretty common, and I'm sorry that happened to your father. So um, best wishes for him. So that was a really encouraging, um, I mean, a really uplifting email that I received that I want to share with you guys. And thank you, Bruno founder of the dog training for humans and you can check out his website at www.dogtrainingforhumans.co.uk so i'm gonna link his information down below to give a shout out to him so if you guys are in the uk because my podcast ranked 200th in the uk so if you guys listen to this in the united kingdom give him a shout out take your little doggies over there get them trained if they're biting your foot if they are chasing the milma down the street go over there learn where where the suppression or the hatred of uh, for your dogs, why they hate the mailman. So anyways, so in here in the United States, we had a very interesting, uh, the polit political sphere or the political universe is starting to collapse on itself. I'm not really worried or anything like that. What's going to happen? I'm not concerned about it. But uh, what concerns me, it's the populist groups that are, are are that have been emerging for quite some time here in the United States of America and you know I have been accused of many things I mean like like I said in the beginning of this episode I talk about you know posting something on Facebook and I got a lot of backlash for it and I said that on January 6 2021 it was during the process where they were trying to I, I guess certify the votes for Joe Biden and then the, the Trump supporters were out there protesting. Pretty sure in the beginning it was peaceful, but then it went sour. Uh, so now a, a lot of the information started to come out. That's why I waited for quite some time. 
But anyway, I posted, I said, Trump supporters should have stand the fuck down because the enemy enemy got you where they wanted. And a lot of people were really upset with me when I said that. So let me get this out of the way. I get accused of being a communist liberal, whatever the fuck that means, because liberalism and communism, it does not even work together at all. It's a bad relationship because communism it's it's pretty much a violation of liberal values. I don't know why the fuck these people are saying things like that. But this is what happens when the populist movement are adamant or really dominate in American politics. Because to the left, everybody to the right to you is a fucking Nazi. And to the right, everybody to the left of you is a fucking communist. Or Mao Zedong and shit. Okay? That's, that's pretty much the political spear nowadays. So I'm going back and I'm reading the thread right now. And it's just a lot of people are coming at me. And uh, they were pretty upset. And so I'm going to pretty much explain my position when I say what I said. Trump supporters should know by now that the media doesn't like you. Okay. And so when I talk about the media, okay, I'm talking about the mainstream media. I'm talking about CNN. I'm talking about MSNBC, NBC, CBS, even Fox News sometimes are going to be going after you. Because corporate media doesn't give a fuck about you, okay? Because bashing Trump supporters, or Donald Trump for that matter, brings them money. And so that's what they do. So when I'm talking about the enemy, that's what who I mean. And they got you where they wanted. And now, a lot of people can make the argument that, oh, what happened during at the rally was an over-exaggeration and things like that. I go, no fucking shit, Sherlock. That's pretty much what I'm trying to tell these people. I said, the media doesn't like you. And so when you act a fool or anything that you guys do, now they have you. Okay? When these QAnon weirdos decide to storm the Capitol, okay, and made a freaking riot or these mobs... These are people that is not on your side, okay? They really destroyed everything. So my friend James Hoke, he works for the loco, I think he's like a trustee member of a school board or something like that. He was not a part of the mob or anything like that. He pretty much practiced a peaceful protest with his friends and they were just hanging out. I, I don't know where, but they did not storm the Capitol. They weren't part of that group. But then there's a petition that's going around to remove him from the board because of that. Because of actions from dum-dums that decided to storm the Capitol and pretty much destroyed what's inside the building. And so they're sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office, office and shit. And I go, because of that, it ruined him. Okay, so this is what, what I was trying to, to explain to these dum-dums. Okay, so when I'm talking about these dum-dums, I'm talking about my friends who don't really understand what I'm trying to say. So now I'm going to go point by point what I was, what pretty much what they accuse of the other side of doing. So I'm going to read an article from the Washington Examiner. Okay, so the the argument that the 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 right is making is <clears throat> it was Antifa that pretty much started the mob or the storming of the Capitol. So, so I was like, okay, wait a minute. So we're going to go to Andy No. So Andy No is an expert of Antifa. Okay, so he said, uh, expert Andy No, it wasn't Antifa at the Capitol riots. 
journalist Andy No, who has become an expert on the violent anarchist group Antifa, today dismiss claims by President Trump supporters that, that the group was behind the pro-Trump riots on Capitol Hill. The people occupying the Capitol building do not look like Antifa people dressed in Trump gear or Trump costumes, he said in an interview from England. I have seen no evidence that they are able to coordinate mass infiltration on this scale before, so I'm really skeptical that they would have been able to do it here without any of that information leaking out, he said. No has infiltrated Antifa and Black Lives Matter camps in Portland, Oregon and Seattle, Washington and covered their violent action in those cities last year. He has been brutally attacked by Antifa and had his life threatened several times for reporting on the group, often vividly on Twitter. So even at the moment, he even Antifa is, is attacking his um pretty much bookstores that are selling his particular book. So he's like, OK, well, these are not Antifa at all. So that's dismiss. That argument's dismiss. So I'm going to read an article from the New York Post, okay? Uh, so the uh, they, they talk about this guy, Jake and Jelly. He was the QAnon shaman, so he was like the guy with the fucking Viking hat when the United States of the, the red, white, and blue on his face. And he was seen in the Capitol taking pictures, you know, enjoying getting the dopamine rush or getting excited because this is the first time he ever got attention from somebody. So... Uh, QAnon shaman Jake and Jelly reported booted from Navy for f- refusing a vaccine. The infamous bare-chested QAnon shaman, shaman, I'm sorry, who stormed the U.S. Capitol in the Hornet headdress and star-spangled face paint, was reported booted from the Navy for refusing to take an anthrax vaccine. Jake and Jelly, 33, who complained that jail staff won't feed him organic food, enlisted in the Navy as a supply clerk in September 2005 before getting assigned to the U- USS Kitty Hawk the following March. Tasks and purpose reported. After about two years as a serviceman, the Arizona native was discharged when he refused to take the anthrax vaccine in October 2007, the outlet reported, citing a Navy official. The characterization of Jelly's discharge wasn't released because of privacy concern, the outlet said. The conspiracy theorists who told federal authorities he stormed the Capitol at the request of President Trump received a number of ribbons that are given all to servicemen, but no personal awards, the outlet reported. Angela is charged with disorderly conduct at the Capitol Guards, grounds for knowingly entering the restricted building without lawful authority and with violent entry. And so there you go. I mean, it was like <clears throat> a lot of people were saying to me, oh, you know, send me pictures like this. This Jake and Jelly is it's 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 a BLM paid actor or anything like that. Even him, Jake and Jelly himself is saying, No, I'm not part of Antifa or anything like that. Like could you imagine going to like Black Lives Matter and Antifa rallies and stuff like that, only to be a, and, and, and being the left wing agitator. So not left left wing agitator, I'm sorry, the right wing agitator at these rallies and stuff like that, only to be accused of the people that you don't like. That's pretty fucking funny. So that's another one that's dismissed as well. So, and the argument that they're making is like, look, I'm not saying that what happened, you know, uh, during the summer with, you know, with George Floyd uh, when he died and the protests that erupted. I mean, a lot of people were going crazy during that period of time, too. You know what I mean, and especially during the summer when it's like hot and people hate and, and the heat just makes everything worse. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm. We're living like in this reality show or something like that. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, after a while, you're just like you're like me, where you just throw your hands up and you're like, who the fuck cares anymore? Because nobody is making sense. I mean, the one side is saying like, all of a sudden, 
the right wing people likes riots and the left wing people hate protests. It's like, which one is it? I mean, it's like these sides, they're making no fucking sense. And these same people, the logical people that are like stuck in the middle with all these bull crap are like, okay, who is spreading the misinformation? You don't even know anymore. I mean, everything is just so polluted with these garbages, with these emotional vomits that's happening at the moment that it's just like, you don't even know what to do anymore. And so, like I said, I just tapped out and, you know, you know, Jeremy's being the cool guy that he is. And he, he like, he's a, he's a Trump supporter, but he's not a hardcore Trump supporter or anything like that. But he even said, you know, Trump is, is acting like a sore loser right now. That's a sane Trump supporter right there. I'm not, I'm not generalizing that all Trump supporters like to queue on on. I'm not saying anything like that, but, but I mean, there was peaceful protests that existed for sure. And there was a moment where, you know, the Capitol Guards let people in. Sure. I understand that, but that doesn't excuse the damage that was done in the Capitol building. I don't really understand that. And, and on top of that, the taxpayers are the ones that's going to foot the fucking bill, guys. Okay? So, another part that I made was that the point that I made was that, thanks, guys, because of the QAnon people or because of the, these fucking lunatics, even grandmas was right in the middle of this. You know what I mean? Like... What the fuck? People actually believe the the LARPing from both sides is starting to get really tiresome. It's pretty getting pretty fucking obnoxious. Okay. Both sides is thinking there's a revolution. This is what happens when populism is very popular here in the United States of America United States of America because everybody is against everybody at the moment. It's just it's so divided that you just kind of have to tap out after a while. And that's pretty much what I'm doing. I'm just tapping out. I'm not gonna be talking about this. This is pretty much my last conversation in regarding this. You know, it's some far out shit. Okay. This is some far out shit that's happening at the moment where it's just it's just like you don't even know what's going on. It's like a twist and turn in this narrative. I mean everybody's just like you're the enemy. I'm the enemy. Everybody's the enemy. I'm like, I'm getting fucking attacked. And I'm a moderate. I mean, I haven't been to one Trump rally. I had. I, I. I don't have. I never wrote back the blue or black lives. Black lives matter. I never write blue lives matter. I never attended any of Antifa rallies or anything like that. I don't even have a MAGA hat or anything like that. It's just like that's pretty much to them. If you make an argument against their side, you are automatically on the other side, and that's the discourse pretty much nowadays. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's just we have to like write it to the people who's sane and the people who's like logical and reason with with pretty much what's going on and understand and accept my message to you and, and pretty much to me too is pretty much just let it roll out. You can't stop it. It already started. So let it crash and burn. So I mean, it's just like I really don't understand. I mean, all the information is there. All the facts are there, but they refuse to when when I say they, I'm talking about both sides because we know damn well that during the May riots, a lot of people lost their lives. Okay, even at the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021, people lost their lives. So uh, it says five people who died at the Capitol riot. So I'm reading now a uh, an article from the Daily Caller. Um, here's what we know about them. So five people died, and there was a video of a guy who got a guard, I believe, who got. Sque I, I think it was like he was stuck in the middle of the door and uh, he died um, right in front of everybody. Nobody did anything. People just were so busy, bleh, you know, word vomit out of their brains that a man lost his life. 
that day for no reason at all. And, you know, like these same people are making the argument that blue lives matter only for them to just, you know, attack the cops and stuff like that. There was incidents where they attacked the media as well. And this is what happens when when your president influence. Now, you have to remember, I'm using the word influence. I didn't say entice. I said influence because, come on, let's admit it. He was talking about how the election was rigged. Seven, four million people are pissed off. And this is pretty much the consequence of his words. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, but what, what about freedom of speech? I didn't say ban him. And guess what? He got banned, by the way. So, so five people died that day. So let me get their information about them. Um, they said authorities, authorities have said that five people died during the storming of the Capitol on Wednesday. One woman died of a gunshot wound. Three people suffered from medical emergencies that resulted in their death. And a police officer died from injuries sustained from the rioting. Uh, Ashley Babbitt was fatally shot by law enforcement. Kevin Greeson reportedly died of a heart attack. And Benjamin Phillips reportedly suffered from a stroke. Roseanne Boylan was reported crushed to death. That happened. So this is just uh, making the comparison and saying, oh, well, a lot of people didn't die uh, at the Capitol riot. It wasn't that bad in comparison to Black Lives Matter. It doesn't fucking matter. And this is what I'm trying to say to these, to these weirdos. It doesn't matter because what's what's going to happen is they're going to go after you. And I was correct again. So after the, the, the Capitol riot, what happened? They went after Parler, right? They took Parler down. I think it's still down at the moment. They took it down. And with that... It's millions of users along with it. And when I'm on Parler, I mean, of course, you know, I'm not on there a lot. I'm only there to promote my podcast. That's pretty much what I'm doing because I really don't want to go Twitter because it's just that's the same thing. And after a while, I just hate both of it. I mean, I really don't understand the concept of those two Parler and Twitter. I mean, it's just like short bursts of information. It's just not my thing. And um, so uh, Parler moves. So now I'm reading from the Daily Mail. Parler moves to right-wing web hosting firm Epic after suing Amazon for antitrust violation for shutting down their app and their CEO said he will rebuild the site from scratch. Parler went offline at 3 a.m. Eastern after Amazon booted it from its web hosting app. It has already been kicked off of Apple and Google stores after the capital siege on Monday. It moved its domain name to right-wing web hosting from Epic. The right-wing social media site also announced plans to sue Amazon later. Monday filing an 18-page suit in U.S. District Court in Seattle against the app, um, against Amazon. The app was the most downloaded on Apple after Donald Trump Twitter. Uh, yeah, there you go. And I, it's like, and then I, I made the argument again. I go, so what's going to happen, guys? Thank you, geniuses, to your weirdos who pretty much participated in the capital siege or sage. They're going to pretty much go after right-wing people. So what's happening right now? They're going to go after the moderates, people like me as well right and i believe one of my friends was making the argument that oh it didn't ruin anything well yes it did it took down parlor okay and it's i believe 80 million i'm, I'm not really sure it's 8 million users along with it even on facebook they're starting to purge trump supporters out because because of the fact that you supported the president that entice violence to facebook uh moderators it took uh, down brett weinstein's page okay i think it's brett or eric sometimes i confuse those brothers they took down his page and this 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 guy is like the nerdiest progressive guy that you have you will ever meet they took down the walk away campaign page and brandon strata really cool dude it, he just 
He's pretty much just a gay Trump supporter. They took him down as well. I'm pretty sure they're going to go after Mario Presents. They're going going to go after everybody who's right wing. You're not going to get be able to get a job. <laughs> you're going to get shame for life. You're pretty much you're going to have to keep your political opinions to yourself if, if it's remotely right wing or even even if you're a left wing person. So Rio, um, he has the Moving Forward podcast. He's pretty much like um, he's like an old school Reagan conservative, but he 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 speaks strongly against Trump, right? Uh, but he supports uh, Andrew Yang. And so even they're going to go after him because he has said some things that are against left wing, the left-wing agenda. So they're going to go after him too. I mean, it's just like it pretty much ruined Trump supporter and pretty much him. And what happened? They took down the pre- president of the United States of America, Twitter, and Facebook and banned him. Okay, so I don't know why people don't believe me when I say, hey, your actions are going to have consequences. The mainstream media is not going to be on your side. They're, they got you where they wanted you. And guess what? They're, they they now have something or something to hold on and blame you for it. And so when I, when I say you, I'm talking about Trump supporters. Like like I said earlier, James, he's going to get rem- – uh, I hopefully not. I don't have the information about that. But he got a petition and, and pretty much getting attacked from his fellow friends and stuff like that because of the fact that he – was supposedly mobbing the at the Capitol, but that's not James. That's not who he is. He's a family man. He's not going to risk all that, you know. I mean, he has he just he has kids, and he, he's pretty much a family man. He's not going to ruin that his reputation or anything like that. The QAnon people like Jake and Jelly and stuff like that. They don't. I'm not really sure they have kids. So these weirdos pretty much ruin it for everybody else, and it makes me sad that the people that went up up against me, my friends who consider some, themselves liberals, even support this shit. Okay. So this is what happens when online people become radicalized. James Lindsay from New Discourses, even he spoke out against it. Melissa Chen spoke out against it. Cossetin, uh, I believe that's his name. Um, these are IDW type of people who spoke out against it. And pretty much my friends who are liberal, who are IDW people, should not even be supporting this capital bullshit. The capital, the, the I guess what they say, the insurrection. They shouldn't support this bullshit at all because this is what happens when people are, are radicalized, like, radicalized on the right. And just like I told Jeremy and, uh, you know, he, we were talking and I told him that I'm not really scared of left-wing radicals. I'm more scared of right-wing radicals because the fact that they are, of course, left-wing radicals have done damages like che, che Guevara, Vidal Castro, Pol Pot and stuff like that. But right-wing people can go to steps because they will go, they are very well organized. Okay, and so this is what I have been warning. This is what I have been saying, and nobody's listening to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just not communicating it correctly. Maybe I'm not saying it right. Maybe I'm just a fucking asshole in my approach. But that's the situation that we're in, and I have accepted that. Uh, it possibly may be a civil war. I'm not really sure. I really don't care to be honest with you. If it happens, because let them. This is my take on it. Let them fucking purge each other. And leave the normal people that's in the middle to continue with our life. Because believe it or not, we live in a very good country. A lot of people can make the argument to me and say, you know, of course, the United States of America, blah, 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 bomb Cambodia. I totally understand that. I'm going to address that in future podcast episodes. But for now, we live in the United States of America. We're not starving. We have everything that we need. Everything. It's just even though we live in a culture of a dopamine rush, a culture of of just pleasure. We have to understand that we have all the constitutional rights in, in comparison to other countries. I mean, we can go out not like and during a pandemic, mind you, 
And this is what happens when you shut a fucking country down during a pandemic because everybody's all amped up. They have nothing to lose. They would do everything that they can to destroy the country. And it doesn't matter if it's the right or left. This is scary. And it's something that we, uh, when, I, when I say we, I'm talking about the normies. Okay, the people who are actually IDW and people who are actually trying to, to, to preserve liberal values and stuff like that. We are a target too, no matter if it's right or left. We're like stuck in the middle. And pe- being in the middle, it's not something very popular. Nobody likes us because the fact that we get accused of being a fed center. But we have seen, I have seen the bad things that people have done to each other. And my, pretty much my principle or my values is try to prevent that because humans are capable of such disgusting and terrible things. And so, you know, many civilizations that have done um, things to each other or have a civil war, it, it's not going to end well. So I really hope you guys really think about what I'm trying to say and understand where I'm coming from. I don't, ex- ex- I don't condemn, I mean, I don't, um, I don't condone, not condemn. I don't condone what's going on because it's just, I mean, the first riot that I saw when I was little was the LA riots. And I said, this is not the way to get your point across. And this episode is going to be released on Dr. Martin Luther King's day. And uh, he pretty much led a very peaceful protest. And uh, I hope that we learn from Dr. King's word and Mahatma Gandhi, both sides of the right and left. If you guys really want to get things across, if you guys want things done, because this is just this is just a product of anger that has been building up for quite some time. And so trying to avoid the civil war as much as possible. And so... If we just listen to each other and totally understand where we're coming from, that we do want things pretty much the left and the right that you hear today is pretty much the same thing that they want. They're against the establishment. They're too busy fucking fighting each other and not really focusing on the politicians that these motherfuckers vote in. You know, I mean, they're not thinking at all. And this is what happens when your brain rots and then you are easily radicalized without even knowing it. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this this episode. And as always, guys, stay far out. Bye.